Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Chat of the Wild is a part of the Greenlit Podcast Network. To find out more information, as well as other great shows, go to greenlitpodcast.com. Welcome to Chat of the Wild. In this season, we are playing through The Legend of Zelda Phantom Hourglass. In our first episode, we got a boat. And now, in this next episode, we're going to walk onto that boat. Uh, that's that's the short of it. We met a guy. His name's Linebeck. He's going to be traveling with us. He's he's our second companion for this, ep- for this season, for this game yeah. that we'll be dealing with. Um, so, we were given a map. And this map shows us a, a quadrant of the world that we are in. And there are a couple islands on there. Now, the reality of it is that we only really can go to one. You can go to another, but there's nothing to do on it. And then there's another island that you literally cannot reach because you're blocked by a wall of cracked up rocks. Uh, I'll, I'll let you guess what we're supposed to do with those eventually. Uh, you can go see Beetle. Yeah. Sure. Yes, we can go. We can go and see Beetle. Unfortunately, he does not do his Beetle lines in this. No. Nope. Very disappointed. Uh, we we didn't talk Thank about it there. <laughs> That's my impression of the Beetle lines on the DS. Yeah. Um, if uh, you go into the shop in the first island, you can also buy a couple things on there. There are some stuff that's super expensive, uh, and then there are a couple items that are on there that. I don't remember what they're used for. Yeah, you know they they were spoils that we got from enemies in Wind Waker, and we have not come across them as drops from enemies yet. They're just straight up being sold to us. Yeah, there is. Uh, before you leave, Linebeck strongly encourages you to get a shield, so you can do that. Right. Um, yeah, and then you can also. Um, there's some item that's 500 bucks at um, the island shop. And then there's also a corresponding $500 item on Beetle's boat that just say, I don't know. This thing looks cool. I don't know what it does. And I've been saving for that because I assume I'm going to have to buy it for plot purposes at some point. Yes, but also, you know, you'll have more opportunities to get rupees later. Uh, at some sure. point we'll be, f- I'm, I'm sure we're going to be flush with rupees that we're going to be opening up chests and being like, Oh great. More rupees. Uh, so that's why I was like, I even bought, I bought a feather and then I bought a potion and a shield. Cause I was like, I, I, I don't know how much I can hold in this, but I don't want it to be like, Oh, you can only hold 150 right now or something. Cause I just don't remember that part. So I made sure just to buy some things right now. Cause I know at some point I'll get more money. Mm-hmm. Did the the potion you got to keep it, or did you have to drink it right then because it don't have a bottle? No, I got to keep it. No, oh, okay. so it's okay. not it's not bottle. Like 
I don't remember if this game has bottles. Because mm-hmm. the, um, the description in the shop made it sound like it'll it'll uh, cure five hearts right now or six hearts right now. And I was like, okay, so I have to drink this as soon as I buy it. Never mind. No, uh, it reminds me of Crazy Tracy's potion, mm-hmm. uh, where you know you get that and it has its own dedicated item slot. And it's not like it's interchangeable with some other items. It is that potion. Right. There might be some other potion you get later on that's a different color or something like that. But you don't get to keep that vessel either, as far as I know. I haven't used it yet. But I just figured, why not go ahead and spend my money right now? Um, just because I know I've played these games enough. I'm going to get more money. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's Setting aside money to save up for things in Zelda games just has not paid off for me. So I'm just going to spend it wherever I can at this point. Yeah. Uh, well, we can all get behind that. The island that we can go to is the Isle of Ember. Mm. Um, when we get up there, we do get a good look at it. And it is it is an active volcano, basically, that these people live on. Very smart. Do what you got to I mean, do. Yeah. Sure. I'd yeah. Live in, I mean, I'd, I'd live in Hawaii. <laughs> fair you know what fair fair mm-hmm. um uh if we go exploring a little bit we'll find uh really just a couple empty huts uh there's not like a lot of stuff going on on this island right now man the the mm-hmm. uh the the world of wind waker uh spread out uh very sparsely populated mm-hmm uh, we do find some notes. Did any of you read these notes? Um, the notes about uh, uh, the notes from what was it? Kayo. Kayo. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's basically like, I'm dead. Um, go east <laughs> if you want to carry on my Fine. legacy. But I'm dead. Yeah. And yeah, we'll find a dead body, and uh, the ghost of Kayo comes out and says like. I was working for the fortune teller and I died. Yeah, this and is he's, how it worked out. He's just like, man, you know, predestinations. Yeah, th- that's just kind of how it is, man. I guess. Uh, and also, he's really worried about the fortune teller, and he's like, I, you know, don't worry about me. I'm afraid for her, and I'm like, dude, you're dead. She's stuck in a closet, like. But didn't Kayo said he was the one that intentionally put her in there to protect her? Right, right. But so it's like, dude, let's worry about you right now. You're a ghost. Um, how you what, what how you feeling? <laughs> what do I need to do to help you pass on? That's how this works, right? Like, right. Yeah, we can get to her later. Uh, he does. Does he make a note here of like looking for the torches? Uh, he he does. I don't know if you have to find uh, Astrid. Is is it Astrid? Um, yes. I don't know if Her you have to find Astrid, Astrid first. Because I found Astrid. I read Kayo's note. Then I found Astrid. And then I found Kayo's body. Got it. But yeah, so if we go to one of the houses, you go downstairs. And uh, when we walk down there, we get the thing where the, the door behind us closes and traps us in. And we got to fight some enemies. Um, Clear the room. Clear the room. Uh, and then we do hear uh, up on the wall, our fairy goes and says, like, oh, there's a person over there. Why don't you go ahead and try to get their attention? Mm-hmm. So, Brian, I got to ask, you playing on PC, 
What what do you how how do you interact with the microphone? Do you actually just use your microphone? No, I uh I map it to L3. To just go, ah. <laughs> I guess. So I was like <laughs> whatever it does. I was like let's see how this works because it it I clicked the left stick and I was like, "Eh?" And she immediately picked it up. She was like, "Ah, I hear a person over there." And and then at this point I'm like She's like, who are you? And I'm like, you're a fortune teller. You tell me. And and that keeps happening throughout <laughs> the rest of this episode. But um, yeah, she heard me. Later, we will get to a part where we have to use the microphone again. That did not work as well as this did. This was just one click. She Can't heard wait. me. Yeah. So, uh, um, yeah. Hopefully you get this figured out before we get to spirit tracks because that's oh yeah even harder to do. Oh, I know. No, I'm I will by then. But uh, yeah, I tried to play that game on a airplane. Spirit tracks do not play. Do not try and play that pan flute uh, in a, in a pressurized cabin. <laughs> it doesn't okay. work. BC, you haven't played this. You're not familiar with it. Not even with all the gimmicks on here. What did did you understand what was going on here? Yeah, I I knew I had to yell. Um, okay. Well, or here's what I did because I don't want to look a fool even when I'm by myself down in my basement. I just blew on the microphone. Mm-hmm. That's I you know I'd done DS long enough to know that that does the same thing. So I just went, yeah. and then it did it. <laughs> as as fun as it can be when you're younger to be like. Oh, the game wants me to interact with it. Ah, ah, ah. Like, don't do that. Like, uh, it, it's it's just so much easier. Just give it a little blow. <laughs> I I just remember playing Phoenix right and going out of my way to yell objection into the mic. <laughs> <laughs> well, as I say, it's it's like anything else uh, from this era of Nintendo, where like you know you start out playing Wii bowling standing up using perfect bowling form <laughs> yes. and by the end of it you figured out a way to do it while you're lying down just a little twitch of the wrist yeah right? and and you get a strike every time so yeah eventually we figured out the microphone <laughs> just blow on it uh so what we do to unlock the doors we have to note where each of the torches on the island are and it's not the most precise thing but you do have to, you're just given a picture of the map and you just have to tap. It's not like drawing a thing. It doesn't like lock in certain stuff. You do have to actually know where those torches are. You can't necessarily just be like guessing, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and that that's how you solve this this puzzle. But uh, Astrid Hooray. comes out. She goes and she asks, you know, do you want me to tell your fortune? Did we all get our fortune told? Yeah. I mean, we had to, right? I don't think so. I think she gives you the option. You I, I tried to say like, no. There's... Oh, you did? Okay. Ch- Chella's <laughs> like, don't be a prude. Let's do it. Open your mind. Yeah. Why do you have to be so closed-minded about things? Because she There's already has also... proven she has no idea what's going on. There's also, I forget if it's one of the uh, one of the, the stones or what it is. There's something on the island that says, hey, to get past this door, you're going to need what the fortune teller has to offer up to you if you believe her fortunes or not. So I was like, oh, I, I have to get my fortune read regardless. Mm. Yeah, she's like, how's uh, how's Kayo doing? I'm like, uh, I have bad news. Do you, 
Did you not feel it? I don't I was like, like yeah, I mean, do, do is this a trick? Do you not know? Are you trying to see if I'll lie? Um, um I figured someone that you were linked to this close to you know, like you're your employee. You should be able to sense when that when that soul goes missing. Right. Someone also said uh my favorite thing in the entire world, which is uh the ghost ship has pirated the souls you know uh, of many people and i was like that's the coolest way i've ever heard anyone refer to murder before so um <laughs> i'm going to start saying you know when someone dies ah their soul was pirated what she also does is gives us access to a door that was locked by magic or electricity um you know it just they just had this like electric thing going across it we've seen that in other zelda games is like link to the past you can go had that in there and uh yeah it's it's removed so we can go through there um we make our way up through the mountain come across some tektites these are cute little tektites they're adorable they're like little 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 balls with legs um they don't look as as insecty as as previous tektites mm-hmm. they're softer yeah um also, while we're going up here, the volcano starts erupting, so we do have to dodge flaming balls of rock and fire that are dropping down on us. Uh, they, they, I really didn't have a problem with it. It felt like they were avoiding me the whole time. Yeah, th- thankfully, all we had to do was avoid them. They they don't track you. They just kind of drop in random spots. But at the when the cutscene happened... It made it look like it was going to create like a fire barrier because they all landed in one spot. And I think it was just, once again, too much ocean horn in in my recent past where I'm like, am I going to have to leave this island, go to a different island, find some sort of frost spell to get rid of this wall of fire? And then it dissipated. And I was like, oh, okay, good. Thankfully, I don't have to do anything like that. No, because this is a game for babies. <laughs> wave of babies it's not you know this is not a, a game for adults it's all for for kids mm-hmm. the littlest tiniest um, uh as we get all the way to the top we see the entrance of the temple of fire and this is where we will <laughs> well yeah i guess i guess yeah that that, that happens here i had to uh, mash on that l3 button like I was, I felt like I was in like a Mario Party on sixty four mini game where because I just had my palm on the control stick and I was just like ah, I had to hit it like thirty times before it amassed enough waveform input to go. <laughs> it took me a second to figure out that this is that this is what I was supposed to do um, because if you tap on, I knew that I had to make the the fire go out, but. If you tap on it, the fairy uh, like circle like highlights the the two candles. Um, but I was like, okay, can I slash them? Am I supposed to spin attack? And it's like, oh, I gotta blow into the mic now. Mm-hmm. We have used magical items to <laughs> dis- to d- to. Extinguish flames in the past that Gus were like jars. created by the gods. These uh, these immaculate items, magical boomerangs, fairy boomerangs, now, if you will. And now we got to treat them like birthday candles. <laughs> how do you get in? How how will we lock the adventurer out of this dungeon that will test their metal 
and give them an item that they need to take down the the most heinous evil this world has ever seen. It's a birthday candle. Make it one of those twos. In order, in order to get into this ancient temple of the gods, go ahead and just make a wish. <laughs> I wish this door would close. Oh no! I said it out loud. I said it out loud. It's not going to come true now. <laughs> We're going to take a break before we get into this, and then we will finish up the fire temple. With a purposeful grimace and a terrible smile, join Nikki and Wyatt as we stomp our way through the history of Toho's Dai Kaiju films in Discuss All Monsters. Are you telling me we're going to discuss all monsters? We won't stop until there isn't a monster left to discuss. Smash that play button like Godzilla and King Kong smash an 18th century Japanese pagoda. Only on the Greenlit Podcast Network. Hello everyone, we're Superhero Stuff You Should Know, and if you think you know about superheroes and comic books, think again. We got romance, we got action, we got comedy, we got everything you need, man. Come on down to Superhero Stuff You Should Know for all your superhero needs. Uh, I I don't know about this romance, what part are you talking about? We've got all kinds of sketches, and then deep dives on top of that. Come on down to Superhero Stuff You Should Know. Alright, so come on down to, wait, why did I say come on down? To Superhero Stuff You Should Know. Part of the Greenlit Podcast Network. There are a lot of podcasts with comic book reviews and interviews with some of the greatest creators in the industry, but only one will tell you scientifically what the worst comic book of all time is. And the best. We've been ranking comic books stories for six years we have a list with over a thousand comics on it and we're adding more every month more rocket ajax on the greenlit podcast network so we've we've blown out the candles we've made our wish my wish was to go into a temple of fire now that it's happened i can say it okay um i wish for less map puzzles hate to break it to you we'll get yeah, well, uh, welcome to Phantom Hourglass. Is it gonna be? Uh, is it gonna be happy inside? Are there prizes? <laughs> sure, yeah, there's prizes. You get <gasps> gifts. Yay! Um, this is this is a, a you know it's our first dungeon. These are usually fairly short. That's still kind of a tutorial thing. Mm. Um, I thought this one. I, I I thought it still did some interesting thing things. It mixed it up. Um, we don't necessarily have just like one sort of cliche puzzle that we do a few times, like we've seen in some previous games Mm. where they have their theme. And then we just do that over and over again in different rooms. Uh, This one, I felt like it changed it up enough. We get some really basic, uh, the red and blue binary switches in here. Yes. Um, Uh, A classic. I enjoy. mm -hmm. I tried to set it up. uh, I tried to game the system and, because I could, t- I could tell that later, because you can, because of the way that the, the map is done in this game, I could tell that later I would need, the switches to be reversed, and but they wouldn't let me, throw a thing <laughs> far enough to make that happen, but I was totally ready yeah. to like, I will skip part of this dungeon if I can do this now, and it wouldn't let me, it wouldn't let me, yeah, so we do come across a couple of these rooms where the solutions and it's not even necessarily like, so the first one we come across, uh, you're, you're given a signpost that shows the solution shows the sort of maze that you're supposed to go through. But if you go through that on your own, 
you can get close enough to the areas where the floors drop anyway. Mm -hmm. This isn't a thing like with the Lost Woods where if you go the wrong way, it's just going to like all turn white and kick you back to the front. The floor drops underneath you, but it it opens up and drops before you even come near it. So if you just walk slowly through this, you can just feel your way all the way around it. And it's pretty Mm -hmm. short anyway. Right. And uh, I, also, if you pay close attention to the color of the floor, it's slightly different. Is that what you're going to say, BZ? Yep, that's what I was going to say. You can yeah. see it on the tiles. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. It, we, we also get again, the same thing uh, like at the end of Wind Waker. There's that one room where there are four candles and or, or four things that you could hit and they each have candles above them and one one has one candle the other one has four candles and it tells you the order in which to hit it with your with your boomerang and we get that here except it's basically just spelled out and told to you like this is the first one this is the second one right here yes we we find a sign that specifically says here's the number here's the solution write that down there are other but, puzzles in here so, that are great. There are there are non map yes. puzzles in here that are great. The 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 block blocking the rats uh point or there's like a, a a block that you like have to stop the rat from going into his thing or that was earlier in the game I think. No 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 there there is there is uh one that you come across where there is these these holes where these rats keep running back and forth. Um, and one of them has a key, I believe. Mm-hmm. And in order to do that, you have a block that you can push in front of one of the holes so that you have to sort of trick it running out of one hole and then getting it in a corner in order yeah. to kill it. It was great. Good puzzle. There, there are, um, there's some great puzzles in here. Well, and here's the thing. We, the first item we get is still one of the top tier Zelda items. Mm-hmm. We get a boomerang on this one. And honestly, I really like the use of the boomerang in this game. This is where I actually like the idea of drawing on this stuff mm-hmm. because there's been so many times where we can, we can lock in a path of the boomerang on the, on the 3d games. Um, and it's kind of weird where you're, you're like looking at it and you're visualizing it from a certain angle and then you let it go and it does it in a way where you're like, that's not what I wanted it to do in mm-hmm. this way. If you if it goes wrong, it's kind of all on you. Yeah, um, uh, I because I saw I saw the the red blue switch off in the distance, and I was like, okay, we're going to either get a boomerang or a bow here, and I assume it's the boomerang because using a bow wouldn't be very fun, but a boomerang lends itself to being able to draw a path for it, and that's really great. So hopefully, it's probably the boomerang. I was really hoping that once we got an item, we'd be able to use a different button, like <laughs> that wasn't the stylus. But you uh, just got no buttons. Sorry, you. I'm just. I just got to yeah, get this now, out there. I gotta let you know, BC. No I know buttons. now, but <laughs> you can use. I think you can use the R trigger to highlight it. But the thing is, the way I hold it, or L or R trigger. I think you can mm-hmm. use one of the triggers. Yeah, yeah. To to highlight the item that you have. But the way that I use it, the way I'm holding it, I've got the XL. It's not easy for me to hold it from the side to get onto there. Like, right. I'm holding it in the center and doing it all from there. It's fine. But, yes, I would have liked something that was a little bit easier to to reach on there. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I, I love drawing a bunch of scribbles in a row to just be like, I'm just going to create this, like, 
wall of boomerang that if anything get nears it it's it's gonna get hit yeah, by i'm it. gonna send this sentry um, out mm-hmm. my, my meter has back. filled up right you you have these like c-shaped uh paths that you have to that you, ha- you have to send it down to hit a switch and i just i just generally like that i think that's one of my favorite things and maybe throughout this whole thing my favorite thing in this game is just telling the boomerang to go somewhere mm. uh, i think boomerang. that's really fun Boomerang, secret best weapon in the entire series. It's up there, yeah, for sure. Um, we come across some many, uh, some of the enemies. The um, what are they called? The the skulls with the smoke bubbles, um, bubbles, the bubbles. But we come across those where you have to hit them with the boomerang first to stop them from being all smoky, mm-hmm. and then you can hit them with your sword to do all that. There's a couple it of adds... enemies like that. Uh, the keys as well. You can't mm-hmm. chop the keys until you have to hit them with the boomerang. Uh. N- I got dead. Are, I got real, real dead. The fire keys. Elemental keys? Yeah, the yeah, fire, fire, fire yeah, keys. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Yes, yes. yeah, I was like, I'm going to kill this guy if it's the last thing I do. It's, no, it won't be the last thing you do because you're going to die. You're going to die. I did. It is It is <laughs> challenging uh, dealing with these moving enemies with the boomerang, but a challenge that I welcome because this game is fairly easy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll, I'll take whatever challenge I can get. I've, I, you know, that's been my my stance throughout this entire series. Is I'm always trying to pick the yeah, hero is there mode. hero mode. I'm just like on make this, this game. Ga- no, no, there isn't, unfortunately. Uh, but I'm always just like make this game harder because I know it's going to be easy, and I love these games, but man, they are way too easy. Um, yeah, we we also come across the the fire bars that we've seen in previous Zelda games originally mm-hmm. from like Mario, you know, yeah. uh, the, the spinning line of fire that you have to go around. I believe, I think they're just fire bars. Yeah, but they don't have like, I don't know. They, they, oh. they don't look exactly like they have in the past with, they look where they look mm-hmm. just like they do in Mario. Um, and it, something about navigating those with the touch screen, was fine with me. I actually enjoyed that part of it because I don't. I don't actually like making Link run around in like an open field using these controls. Mm-hmm. But if I'm trying to navigate some path with them, it's a little bit more enjoyable for me. There is a there's a patch someone made for this game on emulator where it 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 it, uh, it makes a button set for this game if you if you don't want to play it in a style <laughs> sure. I, but, uh, I, get I don't it, man. mind. I don't mind it. But yeah, we'll we'll see at the end of this if this is a game worth doing all that effort mm-hmm. in, right? But like, <laughs> like, it may just be its own isolated thing where it's just like, yeah, you got to use the, the stylus. It's just all part of it, man. Mm-hmm. If you take that away, you kind of lose a lot with it. Yeah, it, it's weird because you have to have the the buttons have to be normal directionals. On I, I looked at the list of what it changes, and normal directionals will be. The full on tilt, full tilt running link, and then holding Y down makes him run slower. Like if your stylus isn't as far from him, and so yeah, it makes a bunch. Of, it has to make concessions for things like that. Right. Uh, we come across another puzzle uh, with our boomerang that is just straight up hit these three switches in the distance. Just do it. You just got to hit it again. This is the training. We're going to have more advanced stuff later on, but this is getting the basics out of the way of like, this is what the boomerang can do. This is generally what this game is going to be. It can catch on uh, fire. Yes. Yeah. You can, you light it on fire, <laughs> you can move and fire with different it. torches. Right. And that, that's another thing that you, you can keep in mind with this. Um, 
when we get to the, the end, we come across our, our boss, quote unquote, door. It's more of a boss blockade. Yes. Um, I forgot about giant, this. A boss cube, yeah. if you will. Yeah, with a lock on top of it. Um, when we find the big key, it's apparently a really big key. Mm-hmm. So much so that we can't fit it in our pocket. No. And we have to carry it all the way back. The now, first. this path was shorter than what I assume other ones are going to be. So it wasn't nearly as frustrating. But the mere thought that I'm going to have to do this a few more times in these dungeons, probably for a longer distance, upset me. And I suppose you could just throw it ahead of you, run, throw it ahead of you, but... And hit things with it. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, we can we can chuck it. Um, yeah. Hey, Jeremy, you remember that game, Kamiko? <laughs> and I made that review for uh oh for, sure for our thing that's, like that's long gone now yeah oh no it's still oh, up no, there no, on YouTube, youtube somewhere yeah 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 it's out there it's still up there uh that game is trash and it is full of side quests or quests like this where you have to carry a thing past a bunch of bad guys but if you get hit once or drop it you have to restart the whole thing and the bad guys spawn randomly and it's the worst thing in the entire world. And so I'm carrying this key and I'm just like, could always be worse, man. It could be Kamiko. <laughs> so like, I'm not too worried about it, but this, this is a big mechanic that will go forward in, in all dungeons with the, with the big key. But I think there's also uh, in, when we go back to the temple, that kind of a thing too, uh, at times, I, I can't remember exactly, but yeah, I was like, whatever. If they take the key, they take the key. But right. at least I can put it down. <laughs> so, yeah, we, we slowly walk our way back to the, the boss blockade and uh, toss the key into it, and that makes the thing... Does it sink down, right? Isn't, isn't that what happened? It sinks down? Sure. Or walk over it or something like that? Yeah. You gotta, like, uh, throw it up there. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, the door. Okay, yeah. Uh, did you guys now this is pro this is gonna be more important going forward uh but just before you go into the boss room there is one of the stone tablets that if you look at it a warp will appear yeah, yeah. just just to be clear that's something that you may want later good old 2d Zelda warp room yeah but you have to activate it it doesn't right. activate on its own. You have to go up to the stone tablet, and it'll say something about how, like, you can use this to go back. Uh, so if you don't do that, then you don't have that warp, and you can't easily just go back to the boss. So say say you just beef it on the boss, and you're like, I'm out of my stuff. I need to go refill. This way you don't have to go through the whole dungeon again. Uh, I'm fairly certain that's how it is for the rest of the dungeons, is that you're going to need to look at that tablet. So just, this is one of the few times in this, in this series where I get to give advice ahead of time, where I can be mm-hmm. like, this is something that you could have missed, but it's, it's going to be important later on. Yeah. Normally it's just like, yeah, by the time you get to here, you don't even need it anymore. Uh, <laughs> and in this case, you don't. But like, I mean, yeah, I don't know, maybe, maybe you had trouble with this boss and you needed to go buy one of those potions. Uh, but in this case... Yeah, I, I didn't feel that I needed it. Mm. In, the, in this room, so, also, uh, uh, Chella is like, hey, beyond this door is, like, a disgusting amount of evil. Like, really, really, really evil 
beyond that. And and I'm like, feel, this is feel it this, in my bones. I'm like, this is a. I'm gonna go ahead and say this is like elementary school evil. Like we're on the DS, we're playing a cel shaded Zelda game. I don't think it's gonna be the level of evil you think it is, Chella. And uh, yeah, it turns out it. Yeah, it's you know, it's he's a kind of a he's he's like the this guy shows up at my my grandma's like Catholic church's carnival they show, throw every year. Like this guy's like, I mean, he's evil, but. You know, I want it's, I it's, want the plush of of this this boss. Yeah, I mean, or at least his little his little forms. But yeah, like I I know this this he's a he's a carny. <laughs> we of course we we of course are talking about Blas, Master of Fire. Is that his name? Uh, R- Richard yes. Blas. B L A A Z. Um. So. I had some trouble with this boss. Not that he was like hurting me, but I just could not get him to do the thing I knew he was supposed to do. Mm. Um, so when we get into here, he, and he shows up, I mean, he, he is this bat human hybrid looking thing, but he's wearing like a cape. So he's, he's, he's kind of of a tall bat, but one that sort of stays low to the ground. Mm. Um, when when he starts off the battle, he breaks up into three little ones, and yes. they circle all around you. Which is usually code in a Zelda game for kill uh, when when big guy breaks into small guys, kill little tiny guys to bring big guy back, or figure out which one of one of them is the real one, or yes, the one that'll that, actually damage it. That's true. This uh, this I, does it subvert it? It just doesn't follow that. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I want to go that far, but. Yeah, it um I figured out pretty quickly that you had to hit all three at once. I kind of went with the idea of like, oh, I have to kill all three of these things to do damage. So I mean, really okay. you just have to like boomerang them together, right? You, yeah. you just got to not miss one. Boomerang, but lasso you, all yeah, three. It, yeah, like lasso them together basically. Here's here's my problem. I'm wondering if I had a glitch or something with my game. I did that because immediately this is one that, you know, I'm going to get this, I'm sure, a couple different times where I just have the flashback in my head where I'm like, I remember what to do. You know, it's hard. I always hate when that happens because it's harder for me to uh, critique how intuitive the designs are on these things when I just immediately know what they are. Uh, but in this one, I knew use the boomerang because it's a Zel- it is a Zelda game uh, at this point in, in, in the timeline. We're full the, on Zelda. The Zelda games. Yeah, the Zelda games are use the item you just got against is, the boss. This is like the 13th or 14th Zelda game. Like, yeah, uh, this, we're we're pretty set in here at this point. 11th or 12th, I think maybe something like so, that. So, who knows? Who knows? Yeah, so, who knows? Whatever. Uh but yeah, at this point that's that is the formula. Use the item you got in the dungeon to fight the boss. Uh and so I did that and I threw it at all three of them and they stayed bundled together, but then they just broke apart again yes they didn't merge together no no i didn't understand what was going on no 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 and i would do that like three different times in a row and he still wouldn't merge together yeah yeah no no that that was how this went you you were okay i at least that's how it went for me is eventually eventually he's just like and he turns back into himself again i'm wondering he gets mad or something a more subtle hint that maybe you were supposed to keep an eye out on Oh, am 
my God. Okay, here's 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 where we missed it. You got to look at the top screen. I'm looking at a walk the walkthrough that I'm using to like oh. break out my episodes. Okay, the top screen shows each of the uh, of the little enemies, which are harder to tell, On have mouth. either one, two, or three horns. Oh. So you need to do it. You need to hit them in a specific order. You really little. I just hit them over and over again till they merged. And then we mm-hmm. got lucky and mm-hmm. we hit them in the right order. I don't know what the actual odds are of that that you do that because it can't be. I mean, I guess it's one in three, right? No, it'd be like no, one in nine. There's multiple per- permutations. No, twenty-seven. Mm-hmm. One in twenty-seven, right? Three times three times three. Now it works. I can't remember. Uh, no, because you would you would take a number you out. It. You would you'd, you'd three have times two, two times one, so six, six one in six odds that you do it the right way. It seems like there should be Which, more than that, but that that's sounds about right with the that's the math with the way that I was doing it. Yeah. Um. But yeah, as soon as I'm like, <laughs> this is great that I'm recording it because I'm just like, it didn't make any sense. So I see it now. So this is more of a um, uh, um, not a design flaw, but uh, um the the art direction uh it's it it wasn't clear the the uh the hints that they were giving us the the visual hints they were giving us were not clear at all after, i did not so see any of this any other zelda game i think after you do it twice your your companion person creature hey. whatever it is would pop in and say like hey maybe you have to do it in a certain order look at their horns maybe the map will help or something like that um, but the, the design down below, I thought it was a little harder to tell what the characters look like. Even playing, I'm playing it on an XL. So I got a bigger screen, Brian. I mean, you're playing it on probably the biggest screen of all of us. I mean, um, I can't blow it up to my TV. It won't let me do that. It's a DS. But still, it's, it's but still, what is it? 140 um, by <laughs> whatever it is. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Stretching the image out doesn't necessarily make it easier to see. Yeah. No, it's, it's, it's surprisingly small. It, it does not take up much real estate on my TV. Yeah. Um, but that's how you do it. I guess. Apparently <laughs> you were all learning this at the same time. I love that. The more yeah. you know, <laughs> we all you do, d- we all don't understand it. <laughs> we all do figure it out the same time. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> when you do it in the right order, um, he will merge together and you can hit him with your sword. Yeah. He, uh, do that like three different times and you beat him. Yeah. There goes Blaz. Blaz. Um, so, some weird things happen here. Some things that are a bit different from Zelda games. Uh, one, uh, one that really stood out to me. Hmm. After we beat him, uh, we awaken another fairy. So, what's up, guys? I'm Terry. We- How's it going? Yeah, this is this is going to be like we're at the same amount of like max fairies that we've had in a game so far. Mm-hmm. So we have two fairies going on right now. Um, oh, they're real and- good friends. They're like, "Hey, I'm I. How are you doing?" Like, "Oh no, please, not more NPCs to talk to each other, please, no. please." So this is Leaf. Now I'm sure you're picturing Leaf in your head if it's a fairy. No, it's not green. It's a red fairy. <laughs> Leaves can the, be red, this- Jeremy. Leaves can be red. Sure. All right. Whatever. Um, Leaf is the spirit of power. And then he joins us. And he's, he's in, in the our party. inventory now. He's, our, he's a party um, member. But then, this is what stood out to me more than anything else. A treasure chest appears. Yeah. And I was like, what's in here? Is it a bomb bag? Please be a bomb bag. <laughs> 
It's a heart container. <laughs> yeah. We've oh. never seen heart full heart containers at the end of a boss in a treasure chest. And I'm wondering if there's something there, some coding thing with the DS. Because it's just so different than everything else. There's no way someone just forgot how this works. Or wanted to try... Because it's not more impactful for that treasure chest to appear or anything like that. Maybe they got it's to the end so and realized weird. nobody made the models for the heart containers. So they just... <laughs> Throw it in a chest. It's... <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? Did anybody make that animation? Oh, oh man. I'm gonna be here. I knew I was forgotten, forgetting I'm gonna, something. I'm going to be here all weekend. Nah, just put it in a chest. So, this is where we are going to wrap up. Uh, at, at the end of this, we do teleport out, and our fairy friend tells us maybe we should go check in with Astrid, mm. see what she has to say. Um, and that's that's it. That's where we're leaving off. We don't actually know. We don't know who this fairy is. Like we weren't here for this fairy necessarily, right? Um, we're here to find Tetra. That's that's our goal. And now we're finding weird fairies. So maybe we can find out some more information. I should hope uh, so. <laughs> me too. For the next episode. Just uh, we're gonna play to the next dungeon. Get to the next um, dungeon. Probably find another fairy friend. Okay. Okay. Does that sound good to you, Brian? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I just wanted to be like, Great. what does next dungeon mean? Oh, get another fairy friend. Okay. That that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I mean, here. Okay. Because I almost texted you to be like, this is where we stop, right? Like, specifically, complete the temple of wind. Is that oh, better? Oh yeah. Sounds good. You're, you you sound very equipped for it, I farted. Uh, yes. Uh, also, the fact that everyone keeps referring to uh, the bad stuff in this game as, like, evil or heinous wind. Uh, yeah, playing, playing right into, my, uh, into my, my role play of this game, so. Fantastic. Glad. <laughs> Glad we could accommodate that in so many ways. Uh. Finish that dungeon. Meet back here. We will talk about it on Chat of the Wild.